everybody, welcome to Players, Creators, Procrastinators. I am Tanner Sherlock. My name is Aaron Leal. And we are making some games, Aaron. We are making a single game so far. Y- yeah, we, yep. I was, yeah, yeah, we are. So we took a brief um, three-week vacation. <laughs> yeah, well, because uh, it was the holidays, a lot was going on. Um, yeah, I, I had I had a lot of family stuff. I had some stuff I needed to deal with, but we're back. That's what matters. We're, it's we're... New Year. We haven't talked to you since. It's been like a decade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, we're in a new decade. That's crazy. I haven't talked to you since last decade. Wait. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, dude. Um, but, um, but we're back on it. We're back on the train. We're going to to um, Flavortown, and we have some things to talk about. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go to Boogie Wonderland. We're gonna take you with us. And first up, we actually did some research. Yeah, we did, friends. We read Castle Falkenstein. Uh, well, yes, I read the primary mechanics so that I understood it for what we had to do. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Aaron, because he wanted to <laughs> compensate. For the lack of research that he has mm-hmm. done in the past, um, Aaron read the whole thing. Which Wait is... a minute, I didn't read the whole thing. Okay, okay. <laughs> you mean like the hundred and forty pages of like of like world building and dialogue? Yes. No, okay. I didn't read no, any of that. No, it, it was really funny because I looked at that. I looked at that and I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> like there's a lot of like backstory in this like book, like a lot, like a significant portion that is like very. It's front loaded. It is yes. it go, all goes like in the first like few pages and then is interspersed throughout the book as far as i could tell but it's it's intentional like so this is like the first thoughts on falkenstein the first thing is that like the like what is it like 80 percent of the of the of the notebook is just mm. talking about the world yes which is really the very beginning really interesting whereas in like D D note like notebooks it's sort of like together like they talk about the world a little bit and then they talk about some mechanics, and they talk yeah. about the world a little bit, but, and I mean, some mechanics. Most of it is mechanics, right? Like, like the main like like chapters are about the mechanics. The world is interspersed throughout. Mm-hmm. But if you want to get a sense for um, Forgotten Realms, you go other places, not the D and D rule book, right? Right. But, it's like, just rules in there, but the, exactly. their rule book is it's just like all story. Yeah, it's a lot of story, and um, it actually reminds me in um, my classes. Uh, mm-hmm. There's this idea of the narrative design document, which is a document mm-hmm. that a, is used um, for reference for a, like a world, like um, Forgotten Realms. They put right. all the information in there, right? Mm-hmm. And I've made one before. I know that book, the um, Castle Falkenstein. Christ, Jesus <laughs> yes. Christ! Castle Falkenstein reads a lot like one, but like a like a prototype of what I write now. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I, I have, okay, I have a lot of takes. I have a whole list here of things. No, I want to so, hear them because I only focused on the card mechanics because that's what we were, you know, insp- mostly inspired by. And I wrote down, like, everything that I thought was unique to that game. Okay, uh, But I'm I want excited. you to go first because that way okay. I, don't go, I don't go over your, you know, I don't want to step on your shoes. Sure. On your fresh J's. So you go first So and I can dance around it. What was really interesting, like, the thing that struck me the most about Castle Falkenstein, and correct me if I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. based on what I read... The challenge rating is not told to the player prior to them trying to deal with it. So, mm-hmm. like, when you're playing your hand, right? So in Castle Falkenstein, you use cards to uh, complete challenges or to solve challenges. And um, right. how you do it is you have a certain, like, skill, right? And um, there's a difficulty level, right, that you have to beat. And mm-hmm. you have a deck of cards in your hand. And all you do is you put down however many deck or how many cards you want to add to your skill to then in theory, um, achieve the difficulty, right? Right, so if your skill is like 
three and then you add two fives to it. Then yeah, then you have 13. 13. Yeah. Sick. Um, but I think I read, I'm, I'm like 99% sure. I read it over a couple times. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that you do not know the challenge rating before. Let me hit you with this. Yeah. In D&D, oftentimes the DM doesn't tell you the challenge rating either. That's, <laughs> I mean, that right. No, I understand that. Like, it was just, I don't know. It felt, because, okay, I should say what struck me wasn't necessarily that you don't know the challenge rating, but the mm-hmm. fact that as opposed to D&D, which is entirely based on chance, you are allowed to choose which cards you play. So the entire game is basically a gamble of, like, do I want to put, like, down, like, a like a king or no, a do I want to put down, right. like, a 10, right? Do I want to get rid of my resources now, or do I need them for the next check? Exactly, and, like, you have to, like, like manage that because you don't get cards back, you know what I mean? You do, session. though. I read... Did you read that? No, well, I read that you don't get them replenished, like, like in the session, unless you... there must be an ability or something like that. Mm-mm. Ooh, boy, okay, maybe oh I read, maybe so I read it correctly. So you have four cards in your hand. Yes. When you play one, uh-huh. you instantly draw another card. And that card you just used goes back into your pile. Okay, that's not what I read, but that makes a lot more sense. Because I was <laughs> like, because I was like, that like management of resources must be crazy. I'm like, you must fail so no, much in this no, game. No, no, no. You have so you have four cards. Okay. And if you want, you can you can just go like oh, fuck it, my whole hand, and then draw four more cards. Right. The thing is, mm-hmm. um, for for everything you do, like if you want to do, um, I have it written here. Burp, 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 burp. Um, like, every suit is a different, like, ability. Yes. So, hearts is going to be, like, emotional and romantic stuff. Uh-huh. So, if you were being romantic and you had, a, like, a like a handful of hearts, bro, you can drop them all and, and, like, you know, essentially get, like, 30 or something. Something crazy, right? However, if you only have, like, um, spades in your hand. Right. And you're trying to do an emotional check, if you're playing from a different suit, then that number is going to be one, regardless of whatever it is. So you can have, an, like, four aces in your hand, but if... Well, that wouldn't make any sense. You can right. have, like, high numbers well. in your hand, and if but if they're all spades, they're for something different. Mm-hmm. Like, you're doing something romantic, and it's something... And you're putting down spades, then they're all one. So, like... Mm, you know um, what I mean? No, no, I, I totally get what you mean. I read that for the record i read that like aces or like there was like something about negative like modifiers in the stuff i I, th- I feel like i read something different from you now because I, <laughs> I i know i'm sure we both read castle Falkenstein, but maybe we read different rule sets maybe there's an updated version because i was like i could have swore there was a part about there being like negative modifiers to cards but it doesn't negative matter modifiers? the point is okay it, the point is what fascinated me i just going back to my okay. thing was the um basically chance that you take Whenever you are playing cards, mm-hmm. um, I yes, that just interested me because again, usually in D anD D, it's pretty random. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, like you know, you can work toward in your character. You can work towards um, like like in your character design, how you mm-hmm. distribute your points. You can work towards being better at certain things. But mm-hmm. in Castle Falkenstein, every challenge that you face you have direct agency within you know what i mean there's a different type of strategy yes like in D D, you like oh you always have plus three to your rolls or something right so you mm-hmm. can just like roll them up and hopefully you do good right but in castle falkenstein um like 
you you know you have two hearts in your hand and you're just you kind of want to hold them for right. later and like you're trying to be you're trying to save your cards yeah it's a manipulate like but it also means that like sometimes you're just not going to be good at certain things like even if yeah. you're like you your hand is bad yeah or like it, like it's maybe you want to do a bunch of romantic stuff but you don't have any hearts and you're like well fuck now i'm just like i have a five modifier or whatever you know yeah. what i mean which again like inherently makes it so that no character can really specialize i guess or like you can but it's like weird too it's like it's just a different thing it's just really interesting to me that the game does that sort of thing does that make sense right yeah sometimes you get a bad hand and that's just how it is but like yeah and like i don't know because i want i kind of want to play the game now because i'm like could i could does the party ever specialize like is there a reason to specialize or is it just kind of like because i have i feel like there has to be if Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If with a class structure, but at the same time, like if, if but there's no classes. I could have. Re- I could. Oh man! Do you oh, think there's classes? I did for a second. Oh boy. Okay. okay. So okay. another thing. Okay, Aaron. I. I. You know what? I Should have... I talk first? No. No. I. Well, that was my last point. Like that was my last big okay. point because I. I got two takeaways because I only read about the. Cards Your two takeaways, which are both wrong. <laughs> well, one was based on incorrect information, but still applies. Yes. Um, the other one wasn't related to classes. Uh, I just brought those up as an example because mm-hmm. the specialization is still weird. It's still a weird system, even if there aren't classes. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm that kid who like did the wrong assignment and was trying to like play it off, but I uh-huh. wasn't. I didn't know that I. No, you definitely read it, huh? No, I fucking read it. You ass. <laughs> no, I swear to God, I read it. Like I read. I read that, those parts of the rules, not anything okay. else. Let me let me just talk about Falkenstein. So, first thing we talked about how it's a lot of like written stuff right off the bat. It gives you so much story. Yes, um, yes, it does. And that's because the game um, it talks about your adventures that you're gonna have mm-hmm. as like sequels to that original story. Right. So ideally, you've read that and you know about the. The, uh-huh. the world, and then and your adventures are going to be, like, off sh- offshoots of that world. Which is, again, just fascinating to me, because that is not at all how I would ever design a game, is as a sequel. Or, like, it would be with a... Like, of course, every story has a backdrop of some kind, right? And stories mm-hmm. came before that, in theory, mm-hmm. right? But to be so, like, blatant about it and be, like... Like, to, for that to be part of the game is just weird to me. Yeah, it's like... It's like, it gives you the world. Like, this is the world, and right. you have to build from this. Versus in D&D, it's like, here are races and things you can do. Exactly. What, what's your world? And let's right. Do, so this is, it's a different approach. Um, there's also, they also do diaries and journals. Did you read about that? No, I didn't. Okay, so your character, uh-huh. it's also heavy on, on, on written work, like, that you have to write. You know yes. how in D&D, yes. you, you write, like, oh, my character, like, you know, hates elves for some reason. Right. And also, I was in the military. Right, yeah, yeah, And, like, but everybody glosses over that a lot because mm. usually, you know, your character is just whatever you want to yeah, be in, right. in, at the moment, right? Right, no, you get, totally. 100%. You get to the table and you're just like, and all of a sudden that's your character. Right, no, yeah, yeah, I get you. But in this game, you, the diary and the journal and, like, character creation is very, very big. Like, yeah. uh, I, one thing I did read about real yes. quick, so I just interject, is um that in between sessions, like, you describe what your character is doing and depending on the amount of like description you give the amount of detail you go into the better your character does mm-hmm. which like gamifies like writing yes which is 
awesome. I think yes. that is so cool. I let, like it sucks that we're not doing like a strictly like like narrative like story based game mm-hmm. because if we were, I would steal the fuck out of that. <laughs> I would steal the fuck out of that. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. So so yeah, it's like your character is really fleshed out That's so cool. and like you you write about the ex- the experiences and the adventure as you go on. Mm-hmm. Like if you're doing a campaign in D&D and like you have a like like a tragic like someone dies, right? Right. It's or like an NPC dies. It's it's not that big a deal. You're just like, "Okay, next." Right. But in this game, you would go to your diary, you know, and you would just write like, "Oh, I oh, I can't believe Vladimir took the bullet for me." You know, like yeah, right, right, yeah. like you would go into detail about this and that and like, you know, and it, also like you swap stories. Like there's like a storytelling, you know, like everybody mm-hmm. shares like what they wrote and stuff. And so there's a lot of writing. So if you don't like writing, then never play this game. I um yeah I I really want to play this now. I feel like we should get a group together and just play it like a one off just to see how it plays. I would not mind because now I know all the rules. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you're gonna explain them to me, so it's even better. Yes. So oh, we can tell everybody to watch the episode. He's smacking my leg. <laughs> I was actually poking it with my mm-hmm. thing, but we can tell everybody to watch the episode and then they'll know the rules and then we'll be good, bro. That can be okay. 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 Okay, I'm getting a little worked up. Um, so also your your sessions are okay. Whoop! I already said that. Err, <laughs> err. fucking dire screech. I'm a robot. <laughs> um, hold on. Okay, so you have two decks. Okay. There are two decks in this game, not just one, because mm-hmm. we're going with one right now. You took um, so many notes. I'm I know. Proud of you. So there's two decks. There's a fortune deck and there's a sorcery deck. Your fortune deck is for everything that you do, like checks, like normal checks, is like for that deck. And the sorcery deck is for all magic users. Okay. So I saw something about that. And yeah. I'll talk about that later because magic's kind of kind of big. Okay. Um, so you have two different decks: one for for normal stuff and one for um, for magic. Mm-hmm. Also, it's we already like established it's very like you know writing heavy, um, and it's also very theatrical. So um, they refer to a campaign like a you know an ongoing thing. Mm-hmm. They refer to it as a novel. So you will have novels that you do with your players. Right. And then if you're doing a one-shot, which is just like one night getting together with the boys and some pizza or some gals and some pizza, um, that's going to be called an installment. Because it's just one installment of the the series, right? right? Uh It also suggests lists of movies and books that talk about the Victorian era. It literally has... I cannot because I didn't write them down. Damn it. But it's stuff like 20,000 Leaves in the Sea okay. and like... Okay, so like steampunkish stuff. Yeah, like steampunky yeah, and that's, Victorian That's stuff. like the aesthetic that's going And for. like the Invisible Man, right? Right. Okay. That's a little off, but... No, it's... Hold on. Okay. <laughs> no, it's good. Um, no, no, I'm just like, oh, that's, a little, that's not what I expected, that's all. Right, so it, 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 it suggests a bunch of movies and a bu- bunch of books to get you prepared for the style of role play that you're going to do. Okay. Um, because, you know, you're all going to be, like, Victorian-era characters, so you're all going to be in that, that style. Right. Um, it also gives you, um, sort of like in D&D, how it talks about elements of adventure. It talks about, um, you know, different things that can happen in D&D. Mm-hmm. Um, it also gives you elements of, like, a Victorian drama. Like, what a Victorian drama right. usually has is it, has in it, you know? Uh, like, you know, damsels in distress and, like, um, like... Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna marry you whether you like it or not. You know, sort right. of stuff. <laughs> yeah. And the girl's yeah, like, what, marriages. Do you, "What do you mean?" And like working around that. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How you like how you DM 
is very theatrical. So you have onstage events and offstage events. Okay. You have um, you have different scenes. So when you're when you're doing um, something in a room mm-hmm. with some players, like that'll be one scene, and then if you you're like, yeah, all right, let's go check out the murder scene. Then that's going to be a different scene. Okay. And the DM also has has cuts. So if you're talking about something, um, the DM can just be like, okay, cut to you know so and so. That's I've seen certain DMs do this, like just DM this way. Like basically, they're just using a different like um, structure for how they talk. Right. But I have to wonder if, like, they all get it from this or, like, this is the origin origin point of that style of DMing. It, it can't be, but I'm like, <laughs> it's really, I don't know, it's just really interesting. I like this. Let's talk about the abilities in this fucking game. Um, they're very balanced. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is you have, like, a few abilities that you're good at. Yes. And there's, a, like, you know, one that you're exceptional at. And you have to take one that you're poor at. Okay. So they balance it out where, like, you're really good at this and you have to be bad at this to compensate, right? Right, right. So ideally, all the characters are going to be balanced no matter what. Mm -hmm. And also, you can choose to have more exceptional abilities. You can be like, fuck it, power load. I'm I'm really great at this. I'm amazing at this. But Mm -hmm. you have to be poor um, at other stuff. So if you want to be exceptional at one thing, you have to take two or three poor abilities. okay. So, like... I like how that... I like that. You can be a god at like three things, but then you're like you're terrible at like ten. Nine. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. like right. Um, that way, the characters are always balanced, no matter how many abilities you go through. Right. Right. Um, you can also it says this in the rules, and it was weird. You can create new abilities. Okay. As I've, a player, I've always thought about that. I was like, I wonder if there's a way to like allow for player creation of like abilities without just it saying it's homebrew. You know what I mean? Right. That's cool. So apparently, um, if you want to want to make an ability, you just run it by your DM. And like, hey, can I do this? And then they can approve <laughs> it or or disapprove, right? Um, also, this one was weird. Your economic status is a skill. <laughs> I once heard charisma described as how pretty your character is, and that's not true at all. Right. And I just think that's funny because that reminds me of that. How <laughs> fucking something you cannot directly like control or like learn is a skill still. Yeah, so you can be exceptional in this economic status and then you just start with like 200 gold. <laughs> <laughs> or you can you can like be poor in this skill and ironically you're also poor. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, just based on on this skill, which is funny. <laughs> no, that is actually hilarious. That's that's really amusing. Um, and then combining the the um, diary with skills, this part is fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um, because this is something that you yourself said right you like okay, okay like you get better by doing things right right that's how you, like there's, like, there's yes. no xp in real life you just do it and then yes. you get better correct so in this game um to improve in a skill you have to like write about it in your diary about how you're improving your skill or like what you're doing to improve that's and genius. then the dm decides how long that will take within the game i feel stupid for never thinking about that because that's so smart so like you have to write in your diary, like, today I did 20 push-ups, and tomorrow I will do 25 push-ups. If you want to, like, <laughs> Is that improve. how you think that works, Aaron? Well, yeah, to get better, right? And then your your DM, <laughs> after after a while of, like, game sessions and, like, you writing in your diary and committing to, to training or whatever, um, can improve your skills. Right. And this can also be done secretly. What I mean by that is you can increase your, like, bravery skill if... 
throughout the game, you've been doing some, like, brave stuff and, like, you know, saving people and jumping through fires and shit. Okay. Um, the DM can just be like, you know what? You're get, you're get a little bit of bad that. Now you're, instead of good, you're great. That's cool. So they can reward you for doing things that you're doing, even if right. you're not intentionally trying to it's, get better. It's like a more, like, organic version of Skyrim's, Skyrim's system, how, like, you know, it's how in Skyrim, we've talked about this, I'm yeah. pretty sure. You get better as you, like, just do the things that you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so this is that, right? Mm-hmm. But just in an, like, easier, more narrative sense. That's cool. Hell yeah, bro. We also have some, um, there's, uh, <laughs> this one's just funny. They have, um, they have a bunch of characters that the, the DM can be mm-hmm. just listed. The stats of a bunch of characters. And what I mean by this is mm-hmm. there are stats for Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> yeah. So if you go and there's a portion of the book, there's just a bunch of stats for all these like, you know, Victorian, like old characters like Abraham Lincoln, Ulysses S. Grant, Charles Darwin. Like that's all, fucking incredible. All these characters just have stats and abilities for them. And I think that's perfect because you can just pop them in whenever. Like, you're having a story and all of a sudden Lincoln's there. Right. No, no, no. That's fucking awesome. And you have a stat block for him or whatever. So um, I just want to say, I looked this up because I wanted to give the dude who wrote this. Because this guy's fucking genius, right? Yes. The guy who wrote this. name this is, is Aaron Leal. Uh, obviously, Aaron, you <laughs> went back in time to when you were a baby. Uh-huh. And you're just like, I'm going to write this. And you're a genius. Um, no, Mike Pondsmith wrote this, okay? Mike who? Mike Pondsmith, uh, one word. Uh, Pondsmith. Yes, he is a game designer, um, who's done most of this company's games, Talsorian, Talsorian games. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, he is 65 years old now, and oh, he... Oh, we should get him on the show. <laughs> Guest star, Mike... Pondsmith. Pondsmith. No, but, like, I just want to, like, give him props, because this is a fantastically designed game. Um, and I think it's really impressive. Apparently he's a, like, also, the, yeah. at the very end, there's like, there's like three pages of like books that he read just so that he can do this game. Like, That's he, cool. like he did some major, major research. It probably took him a long time. Oh, that's crazy. He did a lot of research for the game that he's making, Aaron. It's, isn't that crazy? That is usually, insane. <laughs> usually I just like cobble shit together. Um, but this guy actually like. <laughs> This guy actually, like, worked hard for it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now I just now I feel like an idiot. There are leprechauns. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you're crazy. <laughs> so Mike, you're insane. So not only is, like, um, like you can have stat box for Abraham Lincoln. You're writing diaries. Like, you have, like, two decks and stuff. You have a leprechaun, um, bro. So, like, you can be a fairy. A dragon. You can be a dragon. Yes, you can be a dragon. You could be a fucking dragon. And a dwarf. What? what? You're not ex- as excited about the dwarf. Oh, you said dwarf. I yeah. think you said it's a wharf. And I was like, what the fuck is a wharf? Um, but also not as sex. Dragons are fucking yes, awesome. I love dragons as a kid, bro. There's a whole page for doing dragon shit and like crunk, chunk. Hold on. <laughs> what is this word? Crunching? <laughs> Crunching on stuff. Hey, let's make a game about dragons next time. Uh, that's gonna be my video game proposition when we when we get there. Are you serious? It'll be all dragons. Are you serious? No, let's make a table like game about dragons. We'll talk about it later. Okay, so and the fairy um, encompasses a bunch of stuff. You can be leprechaun, nymph, kobold, like some weird animal thing. Okay, like got fairy it. just yeah. encompasses so, yeah, like everything weird. All right, let's talk about 
um, the cards themselves. You you touched on it. Yes. So more card thingies because I know people want to hear about cards. Um, so we talked about each suit is a different ability. Yes. Um, their system is that their values are 1 through 15. So we talked about values earlier, like, you know, we're going to stop at 10. But mm-hmm. for, for their system, it just goes all the way 15. Joker okay. is 15. Okay. Um, and then there's, like, um, we talked about how if you're playing the wrong suit for a skill, it doesn't um, have the, the value of the number. It's just one. So if you're trying to get um, hearts, but you only have right. spades, then the spades going to count as one, not okay. nine or ten or whatever, right? Sure. Um, also in this game, there's like partial successes and full successes and, and whatnot. Yes, that's a system I know quite a bit about. Well, I've done quite a bit with, I should say. So there's fumbles, failures, partial, full, um, and all that jazz. And a fumble in combat, this one was cool. Uh-huh. If you fumble in combat, then you immediately draw a card and then something happens. So if you draw a club, then you just drop your weapon. That's cool. <laughs> so... Um, there are, you know, things, it's sort of like when you roll a one in D&D, something terrible happens if you roll a one because that's the, the shittiest you can do. Right. Or in this game, if you fumble in combat, you just drop your weapon, you know, or whatever happens. This right? is the deck stuff that we should be doing. This is deck stuff. Yeah, that we should be doing in our game. Not like copying <clears throat> it. I mean, just like this sort of stuff is really like what we should be looking at. Right. Like how to incorporate cards into the game. Yes, exactly. Like how to, in more than just solving challenges. Like, because this is like, this goes into other facets of the game, you know? Yes. Um, and then in, in this game, HP is, um, who fucking cares about HP? The really cool thing is, yeah. Um, there's a black spot rule. <clears throat> okay. You know the black spot? Nope. You haven't seen Pirates of the Caribbean? Black Spot. A long time ago. <laughs> I when I was a kid. Anyway, I think it was I think it's about death or something. But um so if you drop to zero hit points, the DM draws a card from their deck. Okay. And if it's a spade, mm-hmm. you die on the spot. Okay. So that's that's basically how they deal yeah. with death. Yeah, yeah. Is if you drop to zero, the DM draws a card, everybody goes, oh, fuck. Yeah. And then if it's a spade, you die instantly. But if it's something else, then you're fine. Okay. Cool. Um, and you get healed later on, right? So you basically have a one in four chance of dying at yes, any sir. whenever you get to zero. Okay. And then um, to flip that, you can't kill NPCs outright. You can knock them out and get them to zero. But if you want to kill an NPC, you have to get them to zero. And then while they're lying there unconscious, you have to be like, um, yeah, I want to kill them. So you execute them. You have to execute them, yeah. You have to like make it super intentional and be like, yeah, I'm going to kill him. This is so cool. So it makes you know, it makes death bigger versus like, you know, you just like shoot a gnome or something and he falls dead and it's like cool. But in this game you have to like shoot him, they fall, you have to walk over there and go, yeah. And just, you know, <laughs> right? Right? Yeah, yeah. Um so death is a bigger thing. Also one of the last things is that there are, like, five kinds of steam tech in the very back of the book. Okay. Um, sort of how we're going to do our, like, um, disaster creation system and, like, you know, building stuff. Right. Um, they have, like, a whole segment for building um, infernal weapons and building gadgets. That's cool. So one of the infernal weapons they have um, is, like, it's sort of like a steampunk hypno ray. Okay. Um, and, like, one of the gadgets they had was, like, oh, you can combine this book with a smoke bomb. 
You know, like you open it and just just smoke bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's all types of like I different love this shit. This different is my favorite stuff in games. Um, it's so cool, right? There's so there's a there's a bunch of like different steampunky like um, weapons and vehicles and gadgets that you can just like create your own DIY Etsy ass, you know? Right. Um, make for your character. No, that I think that's the fucking coolest thing ever. And you know what was the guy's name? Was it Mike? Was it Mark? No, I'm Mike. I think. Was I feel bad Mike? now. Look it up. Look it yep, up. Look yep, it up. Yep, look it up. Yep, look it up. Yep, yep. What was his name? <laughs> Mike Pondsmith. Oh, Mike Pondsmith. I so, can never forget that name. So yeah, Mike Pondsmith. What were you saying about Mike Pondsmith? I was saying that um Wait, saying about Mike Pondsmith. Mike Pondsmith is that um the reason he has like all this magic and like all these sources and 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 movies and and gadgets and infernal magics is because at the back there's like three pages of sources he's read so many fucking books and like researched this specific era so much that he can allow this much customizability right like because he's just like looked at everything and been like yep it is probably a lot easier to do when it is literally your job to just do that but still i respect that a lot props to you mark mike are you kidding me? Props, Mike. I feel bad because Mike <laughs> seems like a cool-ass dude. He seems he is. awesome. He, he knows everything about the Victorian era and about Ulysses S. Grant. Isn't that... <laughs> it's no, such a... I mean, yeah, that is really cool. But yeah, Mike Smith, what a guy. Anyways, um, that's the game. So yeah, Castle God Lock and Damn. Yeah, I What really, a guy. That game is so cool. We're yeah, gonna play it. Yeah, I we really to wanna play, play it. We should record us playing it. Oh my god, bro. So, Castle Falkenstein, that's what it is. I think it's the sickest thing ever, and so does Aaron, I guess. Um <laughs> there's a I took some notes. I we will come back later and discuss, you know, what I'm thinking about. Um <laughs> You wrote notes while I was yeah, while you're talking. While I was going off? Yeah, because I think it's really interesting and there's some stuff we can talk about. Not okay. this episode, but later down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you did a lot of talking just now. So <laughs> Sorry. It, no, it's okay. I'm happy that you did it. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. Um, so we're going to discuss what we've worked on now. Mm-hmm. Um, I will start with... Please. Yeah, what I talked about, with what I did, so you don't have to talk for a minute. So uh, I did worked on the health system for our game. We've talked about how we wanted this game to be... be like tier based, like mm-hmm. a lot of like tiers and like levels of things rather than just hard numbers, mm-hmm. um, because it feels more narrative and not realistic necessarily, but it flows easier in narrative because numbers are arbitrary. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, da- like tiers aren't less arbitrary because they're like states that you can be in. Right. Um, so how I did it is I organized damage into tiers. Um, so um, every player starts out as like fine they're you know cool um and then from then on it goes scuffed pained hurt wounded maimed and then dead <laughs> so I, I love scuffed so much well no because i was like i was like, just a little scuffed yeah well exactly Get like, up, you have, dude you're just scuffed well you have a couple of cuts yeah so um each tier represents a different state of damage right mm-hmm. so scuffed is like i said a couple scratches pained is like ooh, mm-hmm. this hurts Hurt is like, oh wow, like that's like a gash or like like that needs attention. Mm-hmm. Wounded is like, oh wow, like you need attention ASAP. Like this is really bad. Mm-hmm. Maimed is like, you are permanently damaged by. You what will has never happened. be the same. Yeah, like basically, like you, like you will like lose control of Frogman. <laughs> Frogman, you will never be the same. 
I hate you so goddamn much, you insensitive asshole. We're talking about hurt people, maimed people. So like you could like like <laughs> fake ones. So you could like I mean, like maimed is like a body part is like like ir- irreversibly like damaged. Like you cannot use it the same way anymore. Right. Um, and uh, each for now. I might want to change this, but it seemed like the easiest way to get the idea down. Once we get the, all the systems down, we can go back and revise and change and add. Mm-hmm. So for now, uh, it's based on counters. So two counters of each tier moves you to the next tier, right? Mm-hmm. So you start with nothing, like you're fine, right? right. And then uh, you get two damage counters. Mm-hmm. Then you go to scuffed. Two damage counters on scuffed, you go to pained. Mm-hmm. Two for hurt, or two for pain, you go to hurt, etc. Does that make sense? And then, um, depending on what you're doing in the game, the DM just decides how much, how many counters you take. Well, like if they f- fell from like, you know, it's a story building, the DM would be like, oh, you take you know, yeah, four so, counters of damage. Well, yeah, basically, yeah. So um, weapons do certain amounts of like counters, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, falling, you know, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. So okay, damage is based on counters. It's easier to track. Um, once you get two maimed counters, you're dead. That that equals player death. Damn. Um, Damage tiers, so damage applies to body parts, not the whole player. Mm-hmm. So um, different parts of the body get, you know, scuffed, uh, pained, hurt, etc. So, uh, for example, like if you have an arm, one of your arms is maimed, mm-hmm. then you like that. The only that part is maimed, right? It's okay. like the rest of you is fine, quote unquote. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Um, but only that part is like severely affected by the what's happening, unless. Okay. Does that make sense? And mm-hmm. we can go back later. Um, so each tier after scuffed adds a minus two modifier or minus one modifier, some sort of negative modifier to a roll done with that body part. So right. for example, um, if I'm pained in my right arm, then any if I'm a righty, right, mm-hmm. any actions I do with my right arm are going to take a minus one or a minus two, however much we want to you know, mm. set it to, right? I see. Um, if I'm at, if it's maimed, then it's you know like minus six or minus like eight or something like that so like you know what i mean like you are you can never do well with that again now i have a question for you yeah um so each part is going to be having different conditions right yes. um and for the listeners i'm pointing different parts of my body right yes, now. yes he is yes i am um so but you said if you have two counters on a maim you die so if you have like two maimed legs are you just dead i think yes I think that as even if you have two maimed legs, you're okay. Even if every part of your body, okay, that's a lie. Right. If, if your limbs are all maimed, right, you're yeah. still like alive. You can still live through that, right? Right. Like, pe- there are people who exist who have lost their arms and their legs. Mm-hmm. Um, now, um, how you heal back, to like if you can even heal back, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I think once you're maimed, you can be stabilized, but that part of body part is still like irreversibly changed mm-hmm. but everything else wounded hurt pained scuffed um you can heal back to hmm. so there are actions you can perform you know using medicine first aid yes. that will alleviate the counters right okay maybe not instantly maybe it'll take time um but you can still heal back um yes does that did all that answer your question yes okay cool. as you were thanks cap <laughs> um so yeah, that that is the most like I tried to make it keep it simple so that we like because in D and D like I don't I didn't, it feels boring to have just numbers. Mm-hmm. I want and this is like I just want to keep it simple for now because I want to be able to go back in and be like scuffed means you know this 
and you know you can like this is the state you're in this right. is examples of scuffed this is examples of pain but for mm -hmm. the purely mechanical stuff i think that's what the health system is for now okay um yeah i i feel like I, there are a couple things i already want to add but we can do those you know as we revise i'll keep this for now okay um thoughts yes my thoughts so far are um how much how many counters would like getting burnt and like shocked and right. whatnot because mm -hmm. you know disasters so you're gonna get burnt or shocked or mm -hmm. or uh, rumbled so that is health system and then i was looking at the abilities and skills and they are thusly yeah that's did we did we talk about the skills at all did we even name them yeah we did okay so their power charm agility oh, the stats you mean we talked about yes. Yes, we didn't talk about stats. We talked about skills. Like okay, let's talk about stats. Yes, I hate you. So <laughs> they're all the same. So power, charm, agility, instinct, and knowledge. Now instinct is street smarts. Yep. And knowledge is book smarts. Mm -hmm. All right. So power, charm, agility, instinct, knowledge. I have put all of those to our skills. Yes. To our skills. <laughs> Um, and match them one for one. Um, I don't. I'm not gonna go through all of them, because that seems silly. But I will go through a few. Acrobatics is gonna be using agility. Oh. Mm -hmm. Animal handling will be using charm. Okay. Um, engineering will be using knowledge, of course. Um, driving will be instinct. Now, you might want to debate me on that. Is isn't don't we have to learn driving? Isn't it knowledge? I no, mean, I think I think driving is going to be street smarts, right? I think... I'm the, not arguing this with I you. I feel like the... Okay, okay. I don't disagree with you. Like, I, there's no disagreement here. If anything, Perfect. I'd argue that it may be agility, but even then, I'm like, not really. Um, artist, I was really I was really on the fence about artist. I put it into knowledge because I think you have to research and do research on, like stuff to be a better artist right i didn't even know that was a skill we had because that is the most subjective thing i think i've ever heard don't worry about it <laughs> you know what actually maybe we'll we can fix this later but for right now artist is not only a skill but it is in the knowledge category not the instinct category um which is oof, it's kind of up yeah that's a little that's a little cray cray um uh also first aid i'll put knowledge because you'll have to read about how to like you know, administer first aid. You don't just like instinctually, you know, street yes, smarts know correct. how to how to heal something. Yes. So I put that in the knowledge. Yeah, that's self-explanatory. Um, and then the breakdown is that here's the breakdown for you. Um, power is for two abilities, and then at the very top we have knowledge is part of eight out of our twenty abilities. Okay. Um, and then in the middle there's you know three, three, and four. Um, for the air abilities, but I want to I want to give you the spread. No, that that um, makes sense to me. Of what's going part. down. Yeah, um, skills are something we can always iron out. Those I think take a lot of attention. So and time. much ironing in this fucking podcast, bro. <laughs> we Just... we love our ironing here. Um, so the skills mm -hmm. and um, abilities, weight, skills and stats. <laughs> those are skills and those are scats. <laughs> scats, yeah, shit. Skip <laughs> puppy. <laughs> Roll it back one more time, play it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I just played it back. Yeah, I'm sure um, you did. Uh -huh. Play it back in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. 
I don't even know what it sounds like. You're gonna have so much work <laughs> tonight I editing know. this shit. Okay. Um, and then abilities. Skelly be around you. Oh god. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then we reverse it. We might be like no. <laughs> okay. Play it slow. Skelly be around you. Keep it up, a little bit, I'm gonna be summoning shit in my room. <laughs> I cannot wait for this episode to come out now. Holy shit. Um, but, um, also, so let's talk about abilities, because this is what we're gonna work on in the future, right? Yeah. Um, boy, oh boy. So, what are we working on, Tanner? Yeah. What are we doing? So, <laughs> so, um... We obviously the game is unfinished. There's a ton we need to do. Um, mm -hmm. We need to compile everything uh, and make sure that it runs. Mm -hmm. So um, what we still have to do. We have to work on the abilities. Um, last week we talked about how like you can level up in skills, not literally level up, but you can improve your skills. Mm -hmm. And every one, when you improve it, a first time, the third time, and the fifth time, mm -hmm. when you improve skill one, the first, third, and fifth time, uh, you get an ability associated with that skill. And I gave some example abilities of what that might be like. Yes, we did. Or, yes, you did, rather. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so, um, we need to expand those. Um, we also need to cre to create the disaster creation system. Mm -hmm. um, How you will mix and match disasters. Exactly. Uh, we need to work on the anarchy system, which is like the state of the quote-unquote world that the uh, characters live in. Mm -hmm. World being like the setting. like the Right, location. wherever they are. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. And then we need to work on combat, how we're going to do that, because that's a whole beast. Yes. People love to fight things, and it will inevitably happen. Because yeah. And someone if, will point at uh -huh. a random NPC and be like, I want to kill him. Yeah. And mm -hmm. even if we, we I, I feel like we should discourage it, but we still need mechanics for it, because it's something that the players need to be able to do. Yes. Because it does happen, you know, in stuff like this, disasters. Exactly. Yeah. People will fight other people. Um, so, yeah, that's what we still need to work on. Now, what we will work on for the next episode is the disaster creation system. Mm -hmm. um, it's a little bit of a big project, so Aaron and I are going to split that one. Uh, we're both going to work on it. Um, we will come back next episode, hopefully with a complete system, even if it's a little rough, like everything else has right. been. Um, we'll have at least have it down so that we can write this all down, mm -hmm. have a game running, and then we can improve after that. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Um, now for research, we are going to watch the movie Everest. Mm -hmm. Um because it's a film about a group of people going through a very harsh environment and trying to survive, mm -hmm. um, based on a true story. Yes. Aaron does not want me to tell him anything about it. I've read. Don't um, tell me anything. I've read about it. I've read the. I think the article. Um, I want to say it's John Krakauer. Um, it's a. Ba there, never. Mind. I gave him such a squint when he said that name. Yeah. It, I'll tell you about this later. Okay. Um, so yeah, we're gonna watch Everest, uh, and then we're gonna come back. We're gonna talk about Everest. Um, what we. What inspired us, like how it inspired us, rather. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to talk about the disaster creation system next time. Oh, yeah, we are. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening so much. We're so happy to be back. I have so much fun with this podcast. It's fantastic, and I kind of like Aaron, too, I guess. He <laughs> he. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Hey. Same and retracted. Wait a minute. What's our motto? No, you were. No, sorry. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> thank everyone again. I'm sorry, I, you were on such a good roll, and I literally paused you just to say something <laughs> stupid. It's okay. Uh, so, again, thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. Um, give us all those likes. I appreciate it. Um, follow us on he Twitter it. and 
I mean, you don't have a Twitter. No, I mean us individually. Oh, yeah, um, sure. Hey, follow me on Twitter. Uh, what's your Twitter handle, Aaron? My oh, I don't Twitter want... handle. <laughs> uh, I mean, Dog I don't want to. I don't want to. That's not what it is. No, seriously. Do you know what my Twitter handle is? It's um at anti bagel blog. Are you serious? Have you never read it? No. It was it's anti bagel blog. Okay, I might need you to change that. Um, all one word. Uh, mine is at Sherlock Tanner. Terrible. At Sherlock. Why would you choose a bagel first thing in the morning? I don't like it doesn't make a either. single. I don't like bagels either. Sense of a thought. It doesn't. But uh, Sherlock Tanner at Sherlock Tanner on Twitter. Are there um, any hashtags in your name? No. I mean underscores. No. Oh, it's just aren't. it's just Sherlock Tanner. At Sherlock Tanner. Yeah, I got it. I was actually pretty surprised wow. that I did. I know. Okay. Um, thank you for listening. Um, Aaron. Yeah. What are we doing here? No, don't put... I don't know what it is. <laughs> We're going to make a game. Uh-huh. Or die trying. Yes. Or go bankrupt. Oh, And boy. now reverse it. <laughs> no! Start uh, never Say our schedule. Uh-huh. And then slow down. Gonna make a game. Uh-huh. Or die trying. Yes. Or go bankrupt. Now fast forward. Gonna make a game. Uh-huh. Or die trying. Yes. Or go bankrupt. And bring it back to... Gonna make a game, uh huh, or die trying, or go bankrupt.